Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time, time to, to sit, sit for a spell. Hello! Hello, patrons! Nope, you're not all patrons. But we're here to shout out some patrons. <laughs> yes, welcome to right? patron Patreon shout outs. Yeah, we. This is where we shout you guys out for being um, supporters of our Patreon, and we have a new patron this week. So we wanted to say welcome and hello. Welcome everyone to our. Apprentice level Gian- Gianna Simmons, Yay. who I'm pretty sure is from Australia. That's what like A U the. Uh, I think the, um, so. That's you know that's what it says next to like their. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Their their pledge. They're paying A U. I'm pretty sure that's Australia. What do we know? Well, We're you'll Americans. Kn- you'll know for sure when you. Uh, mail out the sticker <laughs> be at the post office true Where does this go? that's true yeah how does that work oh my gosh i hope it doesn't take forever to get there I'm so sorry if it does but thank you so much for your support we appreciate and love you forever and um mm-hmm. we're so excited to have you patreon or patreon is really so taking excited. off Hey, head over there for bonus episodes and watch alongs and monthly live interactions, stickers and t-shirts and all that fun stuff. Find us over on uh, patreon.com slash sit for a spell. And, um, you know, thanks. Yeah. Our uh, bonus episode for this month is about the black eyed kids. If you have interest in learning about that, as I well as feeling the black eyed peas, <laughs> I can't help it. I know. <laughs> to hear more of this, head over to Patreon. Hopefully, <laughs> this is the opposite effect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll lose patrons for that. <laughs> uh, okay, thank you. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome back, everyone, to Sit for a Spell Pod. I am James. And I'm Jess. And welcome. And welcome we missed back. you. We're back. We did. To be honest, the time flew. We are... Honestly, it did. <laughs> it went by so fast. We are into our um new schedule of every other week and while it did fly by i did i did miss you all yes we did miss you i enjoy recording um me too so it's kind of sad when we don't do it but then at the same time like half of me doesn't think about it because i'm so busy but that was the Mm. point that was the point Mm-hmm. <sighs> but we're but back we're we here fun, today yes and we have a fun episode for you now james doesn't know this because i didn't tell her but um 
I got the idea for this episode because I listened to an episode of Criminal. Do you listen to Criminal with Phoebe Judge? I do love Phoebe Judge. So that is, Criminal is my first favorite podcast after this podcast. Um, Mm, You better say that. uh, (laughs) I don't know. Phoebe Judge is just comfort and... The way she her tells voice her is just really like, good. yeah, I love. Yeah. She just the way she speaks is like, I don't know. If you listen to Criminal, mm-hmm. you know she's just pure like comfort. Yes, I think they do every other week too, but or even once a month. I don't know, but Criminal is amazing, and I mm-hmm, love it. And mm-hmm. so I was listening to one of their most recent episodes. Um, I think it was the episode to correspond with like spooky season and totally I had no idea this happened so I'm going to give you a little summary of their episode just to kind of tell you where I'm coming from okay all right so this (laughs) episode (laughs) oh I'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you're Um, talking this episode (laughs) and I don't know why I'm sorry but you know That's Jessica in a nutshell. <laughs> I hurt myself on accident and she says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Anyways. <laughs> okay. So this is a story of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, who is the author of the Sherlock um, books. Fun. And Harry Houdini. So, um, Uh-oh. Harry Houdini and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle were like BFFs at one point, and um, they went to a dinner together. They were like vacationing together, and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's wife was like this budding spiritualist because this was happening in like I don't know whatever time period they were alive, and okay. uh, I think I have the dates later, but. They were at this dinner. His wife was like, let me do some automatic writing. Let's do a seance. Let's try to, like, talk to someone, right? And so she did her thing and said that she contacted Houdini's mom. Now, what she didn't know is that Houdini had a very special relationship with his mother, loved his mother, and the things that Mrs. Conan Doyle was saying was, like, totally off just like super not how what she would say how she would interact like so he knew right away bogus right and she's um, full of shit full of shit and this upset him tremendously being the time period that it was he like didn't um say anything at the dinner but i think he like Mm -hmm. left the next day like they were vacationing and he like left he was like peace out and then after that over this like span of time sir arthur conan doyle dived deeper into spiritualism and harry houdini went the opposite and even went as far as to take mediumship to court to disprove it and to make some of the practices illegal so oh if you have not even if you don't want to listen to the whole podcast, 
go listen to episode 175 ghost racket crusade on the criminal podcast because that story alone is just so fascinating so fascinating because harry houdini wanted to believe in this so badly and he even had things out saying prove me wrong come to me with evidence and i will be stoked you know like he even told his wife um he was like after i die i will do everything i can to contact you because he wanted Mm. it to be true and i mean spoiler alert it took her six years to stop looking for signs but like after he passed away but he never that's sad that she noticed yeah but um yeah. yeah, it created this this fake automatic writing, or at least maybe Houdini perceived it to be, uh totally ruined a friendship and was a catalyst for this um big divide between spiritualism and stage magic. Yeah, it's fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah, which is um, yeah, now that you mention it, first of all. I had no idea that Sir Arthur Arthur Conan Doyle and Houdini were alive at the same time. Um, BFFs. That's man. a little like that blows my mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. That they were friends is pretty, really yeah. cool. And also, I never thought about it, but it does make sense that they're um, because like stage magic illusions, whatever, and like spiritualism. Yeah, I'm, you would think there would be more crossover, but there really isn't. They're so separate. And I think part of it was because of this, like because Houdini was very vocal about it, and I guess people believed that his magic was real. Like some people believed it to be real and he was just okay. faking it being fake. And like he had to tell oh, people yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. would have the podcast said that he would have to have he would have people come up to him and be like hey can you please do this for me like with your magic he's like no like it's it's all fake it's all illusion and they wouldn't believe him wow i didn't know that huh interesting Mm -hmm. i haven't listened to criminal in a while i have like probably like 10 episodes i need to listen to but i'm gonna listen to that because it's what a what a strange and very interesting story yeah, huh. so the beginning of the episode really focuses on um, Harry and Arthur, and then the second part of it is about the like legal um, court stuff that he tried to do. Um, mm, okay. Yeah, because if you don't listen to Criminal, every episode, <clears throat> every episode is about a criminal or a like. Um, a crime court case yeah. or something to do with a crime yeah yeah so this one the oh. the actual criminal part or the crime was um essentially harry houdini uh claiming that mediumship is false and that um it shouldn't be uh people shouldn't charge for the services under like false pretense like right if you said okay. it was interesting if you said it was a form of entertainment, sure, charge away. But because they were saying this is like real and just, like he would even yeah. have people go out and like go to all these seances to collect evidence. He was uh, he was very upset about it. <laughs> He's very determined. <laughs> yeah, 
So that story is kind of what got me thinking about automatic writing. I think we've talked about it, not talked about it before, but talked about wanting to do it before. I know, I think it's on our list. I don't remember, but kind I think of like it is. Yeah. Jump started. Yeah. So this yeah. is pretty simple information. I didn't do a deep dive, but um, as per usual, you know. Yeah, so my sources are, um, well, that uh, summary was from the Criminal Podcast, episode 175, um, produced in part by Phoebe Judge. And then other sources are lonerwoof.com, learnreligions.com, wikipedia.org, and encyclopedia. Excellent. Okay. So automatic writing, spirit writing, or psychography um, is a form of a mediumship or spirit contact where an individual um, allows an outside force, sometimes allows, sometimes it just happens, um, to -hmm. take control of their motor functions, their hands, essentially, and... um, it kind of merges the consciousness consciousnesses of the two Conscious, consciousness 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 <laughs> <laughs> um and the human form is able to write for the spirit form essentially right okay so there's two ways that people use this one is actually trying or attempting to connect with spirit. Uh, the other is connecting to your own soul. Because oh, okay. your soul is old. So connecting to your soul to um, have it tell its tale. I don't know. Uh, usually <laughs> when you're <laughs> doing this with... Um, like with, So automatic writing or spirit writing, when you tap into your soul, that's really akin to like past life regression air like getting into that area getting into shadow work that kind of thing right okay um tapping into the spirit world talking to spirit ancestor your angels whatever that's like when you're actually like Mm -hmm. asking questions a la like tarot right it's just a different form of of divination um So this got super popular, just like everything else in the age of spiritualism. Um, that's mm. like in the 1920s, early 20th century, 19th and 20th century. Um, played a huge role in spiritualism, actually. It was really popular during those seances that would get held. Um, it would be a form of entertainment. Um, mm-hmm. Like when people would come over, like, hey, come to dinner in my seance, you know, it's going to be great. And so this was like yeah, a really yeah, big, yeah. Um, it was really big in actuality, like mediums, like legit mediums would practice it at this time. But then also a lot of the con, on, con artist mediums would practice it at this time because you wouldn't really need mm-hmm. a lot of smoke and mirrors for it. You you literally are just writing really messy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I don't know. If easier, have you so. ever seen that movie? Um the Changeling, not the Angelina Jolie one, the eighty, the one in the eighties. No, I have the imagine. There's a scene in that movie where they do because, like, the thing, the movie is like this man moves into this mansion and it's like he got it for like a steal and it's like fucking huge. 
and but it's like haunted so he brings in a medium to sort of see like what's going on and they do like an automatic writing type of thing yeah and mm-hmm. she writes like yeah really yeah, yeah. scary messages and stuff if you have no idea what i'm talking about um yeah you know the movie uh lady in, no not lady in black uh winchester winchester the the new one that came out like two years ago um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with what's her face i don't know anybody's <laughs> names but um <laughs> if you google or like go on youtube and search like winchester film automatic writing spirit writing you'll see like yeah this come up um she would do yeah. it a lot in that movie lady winchester because she did do it a lot actually in real life um or if you just google mm-hmm. or like youtube spirit writing or automatic writing you'll find it mm-hmm. if you google psychography um it's actually two different things that use the same word which is annoying huh. um so you'll pull up spirit writing but you'll also pull up data for community planning so oh okay i mean <laughs> those are two different things <laughs> very very different um because yeah. i was confused and i was like wait how do these data numbers have anything to do with this they have, anyway. yeah uh so it is a very fascinating practice now um there's this man andrew jackson davis i'm sure some of you know exactly who this person is. I've heard his name in passing sometimes, but he was really big in the spiritual movement. And mm-hmm. um, he said that he wrote many of his books by this method, or at least got a lot of his um, information by doing this. Mm-hmm. And then someone that he trained, uh, Thomas Lake Harris, um, also said kind of like the same thing. Um And then there was a famous British medium, uh, William Moses, who said that he produced some of his books by channeling from um, the spirit world uh, in his Mm -hmm. uh, collection called Spirit Teachings. And then um, towards the end of the 19th century, there was like a ton of books that said that they were published through the through automatic writing. Um, They were really popular in spiritualism. Um, people would read them and uh, practice by what they said. Because, um, I mean, if you were like, hey, this book was written through automatic writing, like it must be like, right. legit, you know, um, like this is from spirits. Yes. Uh, now, some of the more like, I guess, well-known writings of automatic writing is called the Glastonbury scripts. And they were um, produced by Frederick Bly Bond. And in 1908, he was in charge of this archaeological site that was at the Glastonbury Abbey, um, which was a Mm. medieval kind of Catholic church that was destroyed by Henry VIII. So first of all, awesome job like (laughs) sweet right um well done and yeah and uh he began to work with a medium um on that project i guess so basically um as he was working through a medium on these projects and started using automatic writing um 
and I guess like he said that a lot of the writing that he did or worked with that medium helped them to find um, different pieces to make the um, excavation go faster. Like they found main buildings, they found an old um, Masonic complex um, that no one even knew was there. And like they said, it was because they did the automatic writing and they were told to look. So that's That's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. It's like, hey, we're here. <laughs> what else is here? Where should we dig? Look this Let way. Us know. Yeah. Ooh, I That's don't know pretty if freaking cool. Because I have literally never looked at anything or watched anything about Oak Island. But I wonder if they like did automatic writing at Oak Island if one of the pirates would be like, dude, you're like digging in the wrong spot. <laughs> oh yeah. Or they wouldn't because they want their treasure to be hidden. They don't want you to find it. Yeah true no but speaking of oak i did like read one thing about it and they've dug that whole island up if there was something there they would have found it by now like there's nothing there yeah yeah you think Um, it's like that greenland iceland thing where they like purposely like didn't they like did the opposite maybe there's like an island nearby oh maybe maybe yeah who knows like they named it ice greenland because they wanted people to go there you know yeah maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe it's I'm on the next talking, island over. I was just talking to my students about Greenland and Iceland because I was teaching them about Leif Erikson because Columbus is a dumbass. And I was like, you want to know about someone mm-hmm. who is interesting, Leif Erikson, who probably actually <laughs> discovered the Americas first. Hello. <laughs> well, Leif Erikson wouldn't have. There was other Viking. I'm not going to go on a tangent. But anyways, just <laughs> look up. Uh, <laughs> look up viking exploration into north america it's fascinating uh or maybe it's not i don't know okay i think it's so let's jump into yes so i'm going to talk about these like little bubbles of history okay like really brief bubbles okay um okay so very early on in the song dynasty of china uh, messages Mm. were said to have been Uh, written by deities and spirits that were received through mediums. Um, In the 19th century, this led to a lot of um, kind of like branches of Chinese religions, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And the spread of Chinese printing and painting uh, heavily influenced spirit writing because it was kind of like spread more and it was practiced by Japanese Zend Abaku monks who were said to communicate mm. with ancient Taoists um, who were credited okay. with the Kung Fu system. So that is really cool. Um, Taoism the is West, very interesting. It is. Like I've researched a, it before. It, yeah, I did some well, when last year when they were distance learning, I sat through my son's um, history class. And that, that's the one where it's like everything has a spirit, right? Like everything, like literally yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's I very interesting. So. I like that a lot. Yeah, so do I. And it's very old. Mm, yeah, um, it's like incredibly ancient. Mm-hmm. 
so in the West, there was an early example in the 16th century of um, automatic writing that was done in the Enochian language. And, mm. you know, with the Enochian language, it was really closely tied with the language of the angels. And so mm -hmm. um, apparently it was dictated to two men, John D. and Edward Kelly, um, and messages were dictated or allegedly dictated by Enochian angels. Um which led to Enochian magic. Um, if you know anything or if you practice Enochian magic, you probably know way more about this than I than this little blurb. Um, but mm -hmm. apparently the language is supposed to be extremely detailed and complex, have its own grammar and like sentence rules. And so when mm -hmm. Dee and Kelly had this written out, it was like this just whole new language written down. Um, and so it was... Uh, used heavily in their practice that they developed. Um, That's cool. A parapsychologist named William Barrett uh, wrote that um, automatic messages may take place either by the writer kind of lightly holding a pencil on a sheet of paper um, or using a Ouija board. He considers that automatic writing because it does use writing. Um, mm, okay. And that it can happen. Guy in before. A, yeah. Uh, it could happen in a trance or in a woken state. Um, and that um, that's just, he's just kind of like putting his two cents in, basically. And that, yeah, yeah. that saying that Ouija boards are a form of automatic writing. Okay. Um, there was a hoax, an automatic writing hoax, a really big one. Um, it was called the Brattleboro hoax. And so Charles Dickens died in 1870 and he left a book called the mystery of Edwin Drood unfinished. Mm -hmm. And so okay. a guy um, called TP James said that he um, angered Dickinson's spirit so much that he channeled the rest of the novel through James's hand. Um <sighs> And that was supposed to have started on Christmas Eve of 1872 and continued in weekly sessions until it was done. But they were like, nah, okay. dude, you're just lying. They <laughs> <laughs> were like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the poet W.B. Yeats. Is it Yeats or Yeats? Yeats? Isn't Yeats. Yates, you all know who I'm talking about. Uh, he got married in 17 or 1917, and he said that um, his new wife became heavily influenced by automatic writing, and that a lot of his poems were influenced by what she wrote down. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but going did she back get to any credit? Probably. I don't know. I doubt it. Doubt it. Um, going back to Arthur Conan Doyle, he wrote a book called The New Revelation in 1918 that talked about automatic writing and how it occurred um, through the subconscious or by external spirits. He was, like I said before, he was a heavy spiritualist, um, totally believed in it. Um, and uh, they, him and his wife would lead automatic writing seances um, a lot. Like they got real deep into it. Um <laughs> And uh, they really liked it and had their enemy, Houdini, who tried to discredit them <laughs> at every opportunity because he was their enemy. <laughs> Imagine having Harry Houdini as your enemy. <laughs> it was not fun. 
Um, let's no. see. There was a medium, Pierre Keller, who said that he was in constant communication with Abraham Lincoln through um, automatic writing. And uh, mm. you can see those writings at the Lily Dell Museum. Um, Lincoln is a well-known skeptic. He was very, he's a very logical man. Um, mm-hmm. And, but his Keller, wife wasn't his wife super into it. His wife tried to get into it when their son died, but he was well right. known for saying okay. that, like, yeah. Um, okay. And Keller is kind of known as being he was kind of like known for hoaxing sayings, but also supporting spiritualism. Um, so everyone was like, mm, no, thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> there was a um, apocalyptic, I can't say that, apocalyptic cult apocalyptic. Um, led by a um, past Scientologist named Dorothy Martin. And <laughs> her and she and her followers were waiting for an alien spaceship. I shouldn't be laughing if you believe in it, but whatever. Um, so they are waiting <laughs> for an alien spaceship to take them to a non-existent planet. Um, called Claron and saved them from a worldwide flood that was going to happen in 1954. Did not happen. Um, but they would communicate with that alien group through automatic writing. So 1954? Was- yeah. Is that what you said? Science. Man, yeah. So they thought that this alien group would come get them before December 20th of 1954 because there was going to be a flood mm. on that day. I see. Okay. Again, reminiscent of that group in um, Parks and Rec that just keep changing the date. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's like modern day uh, QAnon. Yes, believers. Um, So, some interesting uh, government things. Um, in 1775, there was a, the CIA attempted to um, use the Stargate project um, through automatic writing. Oh. Uh, in the spring of 1989, uh, another member of the Stargate project, um, remote viewing unit, claimed that guided by spirits, she wrote written responses about the location of a fugitive DEA agent. Um, so the spirits like ratted him out. So that was interesting. Yeah. Um, there was a review of this matter and it was touted <laughs> as a very successful example of automatic writing, which is okay. interesting. Um, so in the U.S. government psychic spying project, it is not um, fully convincing evidence, but it is interesting. That's from Wikipedia, so who knows if it's... Who knows the validity here? I did not click on the source. (laughs) That's fine. It's good enough. Yeah. Okay, so before I tell you how to do this yourself, I think James has a message for us. We sure do. We have a message from 
Our sponsor for this episode, Support for Sit for a Spell Pod, is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You can join over the over 4 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped with this offer, just for our listeners, 20% off and free shipping worldwide with the code SIT for a spell. So, the Lawnmower 4.0 allows you to customize your trim length through additional guard lengths ranging from sizes one through four. The upgraded trimmer includes a multi function on off switch that can engage a travel lock. It also gives you the ability to turn on the 4,000 LED. 4000K LED spotlight when you need a more precise shave. If you've been shaving with the same below the waist trimmer on your face, you've been doing it wrong. No one wants to end up with the wrong hairs in the wrong Mm -hmm. places. Okay. Mm -hmm. That doesn't sound like a fun time to me. So Mm -hmm. it's time to take, it's time to get your own hair and body trimmer with Manscaped to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence. You can get 20% off and free shipping with the code SIT for a spell at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping worldwide at manscaped.com. Use the code SIT for a spell. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Excellent. Thank you. There you go. Thanks to Manscaped. Oh, wonderful. Thanks to Manscaped. Okay. So you want to try automatic writing. How do you do it? What do you got to do? So the first thing, and we say this about every single thing because it's what you got to do. And it's true. And um, you need to set yeah. aside time and space and meditate, right? So mm-hmm. um, before you start, you need... You need a literal place, a literal location set up that's going to be comfortable and conducive, right? You need your materials. You need something that you're going to write in. Maybe you want a very specific journal. Uh, Maybe you're just going to use regular paper. You want, I know it sounds like, um, I don't know what it sounds like. (laughs) <laughs> but you want a pen you want a pen that you know is going to work you're not just going to grab like a random pen out of your junk drawer like right. For, right for me at least i like to have materials that are specific to a project so like i would yeah. probably go to michaels or like look online <laughs> and like like this is my automatic writing this. pen this is my pen for this <laughs> like yeah. you know i go the whole line for it um, you obviously yeah. don't have to, but you want, you want materials that you feel connected to and that are going to do the job for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you mm-hmm. want a space that is going to be calm, um, that is going to be comfortable, whether that's at your kitchen table, your desk, whether you like curl up in a favorite chair on the couch, lay down on the floor, however, you're mm-hmm. going to be comfortable because you're going to need to channel. Um, and so, yeah. You want that to be. You're going to be entering um, like an almost like meditative state, right? So you want somewhere where you can, state. yeah, you get can into that. that. Mm-hmm. You might even want to have someone with you if you feel comfortable. Uh, maybe even if when you're first starting, in case like I don't know, you need to be pulled back out, or you just want someone yeah. to 
um, be there with you. Um, This one seems kind of obvious, but you really, if you're just starting, you really want a, you want to go in with a question. You don't want to just like sit down and open your mind. One that can be a little bit dangerous. Um, Two, you really want something to focus on, especially in this first round, you know? So if you have someone Mm -hmm. specific you're trying to talk to or a specific question you're trying to get answered, that would be the best bet um, first, right? So think of something you want to do. So whether this is a question that's really been pulling at you recently, um, a question you would actually like ask your tarot deck, um, your runes, mm-hmm. and instead of using it there or asking it both, um, it's important to have it. You can write it down and have it on your paper or you could just have it in your mind, mm-hmm. but it's good to kind of like think it over and over again. Yeah. Um, if you have multiple questions, do one at a time. Um until you feel more comfortable and then you can kind of like add in questions to a session as you go. Okay. Um, you really need to relax your mind. So whether that's going to be meditation, uh, mindfulness strategies, aromatherapy, visualization, yoga, um, sitting outside in nature, um, breathing techniques, any of those things you really want to I don't know if you'd want to do both as a first time thing. So you'd really want to do something that you is well known to you, a practice that you do frequently um, because you do want to be in a comfortable space. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to do meditating if you've never meditated before, you know? Right. right, But do one of those practices, relax your body, relax your mind. Um, The article that I got this information from, I believe it's the Lone Wolf article. It said that, I mean, if you partake, if you are someone who does partake in um, medicinal practices of nature, then mm-hmm. you might want to partake in those <laughs> medicinal practices. However, of you nature. want to open up your and expand your mind for this, mm-hmm. you might want to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you're going to want to enter a gentle trance okay however this is going to happen for you um you need to get into that trance like state um you need to be in the position of writing though so have the pen or pencil in your hand um attached to the paper Mm -hmm. or at least um, rested on the paper um and get into that trance like state um thinking of that question right you want to allow for the flow of information so Um, Think about writing, think about words forming onto the page, think about your question, maybe think about past conversations you've had with the spirit or person or even deity that you're trying to contact. Um, Think about all those Mm -hmm. things, you know, in your mind um, to get like that. uh, The juice is flowing essentially, right? And then start writing. So whether you feel the urge to pick up the pen and write or whether you are just writing to write things down, you could start writing your thoughts down. Um, And then theoretically, as you start writing, um, the spirit will pick up the consciousness Mm -hmm. and start writing for you. And so usually the shift 
can be characterized by um, a different handwriting, like the handwriting physically changing, oh. um, the tilt of the writing. So maybe you're writing uh, right to left clearly. Maybe it'll start to shift and tilt or go diagonal. Um, the writing might change speed. You might start to writing faster or slower. Um, the grammar might start to change um, mm. the way the formality of the writing might start to change um, you can look for different things so maybe if you're writing and like nothing changes and it was just your thoughts maybe you know that you just didn't connect that time but then if you notice any of these things start to happen or if you come out of the trance and see a physical change in the writing or see that that's mm -hmm. not how you would normally write, then then you would know that you were successful. Um, okay, then you okay. want to take that information, as with any divination, um, analyze it, read it over, look for anything of importance, um, see if your question was answered, see if they gave you any other information, and do what you will with it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think you it would take a lot of... Um, trust i think to do something yes. like that if you to open yourself up to basically like anything or anyone who could like enter your physical being like that i agree i definitely agree but it's interesting it is interesting i um I don't know. I feel like we're fair. We're fairly open minded here on this podcast. I feel like we're very open minded. Mm -hmm. So I'm yeah. I'm very open to to um, this being a like a legitimate form of um, speaking to the other side, you know, or to this it side or whatever, whatever very, you call it. I like it because it seems very straightforward. Um, right. Mm hmm. I feel for my like ADHD brain, it would be really hard for me to personally right. do this just because I can't sit still for the life of me. Yes. Like you're lucky if I can get through a long tarot session um, because <laughs> my brain just cannot, you know, like I'll be like, what was yeah. that sound? What is that dog barking down the street? What like did I do this? Did I do what? Like I cannot get out of my own head. So I feel like this would be very difficult for me. I really want to try. I was already looking at journals mm -hmm. to purchase on the internet. Um, <laughs> I do have um, Danielle Massey's shadow work journal. Um, so I was thinking about using something from there um, okay. as kind of like a, a prompt, a question. So, yeah. I mean, um, it might be hard for some people. And that's okay. That's okay. Okay. But yeah. if you feel really closely I mean, connected to spirit or to whoever you practice to, um, I think it would be mm -hmm. a lot easier. Yeah. Like you and might get a lot out of this. If um like you personally. Me personally. Um, yeah, because mm -hmm. I, I I think I mean, especially if you find that other forms of divination don't particularly click with you like give it mm -hmm. a shot like you, they're like the same sort of thing like everyone has their different strengths um and are different um I don't know I don't want to say gifts because it's not like we all have them you know so um yeah. 
you just def I say if you find other things aren't working, say tarot doesn't click with you or um just different things. Just get I would say there's no harm in giving it a shot. Like you definitely want to protect yeah. yourself and mm-hmm. take the steps that it takes to do mm-hmm. this safely. But just yeah. kind of I mean, why not? It just maybe you find that it really does work for you and you find something really interesting comes through or someone who you've been trying to reach who you haven't been able to. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not? I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. And I love I love I know it's kind of weird, but I love it when they incorporate <laughs> it into like movies. <laughs> yes. Because like, it's very it's a very um other than like, oh, I'm getting a message, you know, like from that kind of thing, mm-hmm. you can see it, physical. you know, like you see it happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very cool visual. Mm-hmm. 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 I like it a lot. Yeah. <sighs> All right. But that's it. I'm hungry. I'm going to go make a sandwich. <laughs> that's very exciting. <laughs> Jess just wrote down she wants a sandwich. I know. Someone told me that I need a sandwich. <laughs> um, <sighs> well, yeah, that was really cool. That's very interesting. I can't get over that Houdini thing. I wouldn't Listen want to be to on that bad side. Telling you. That was one of my favorite episodes of a podcast I've ever listened to. Not that it was particularly like long or I don't know. It just like really, yeah. really got me. Clutch with like. You. It was ex- yeah. It was all the things I love: history, authors, mm-hmm. magic, mm-hmm. mediumship, crime, magic, Jesus, magic, possibly Petty squabbles, possibly murder. Like I'm gonna listen I didn't to talk it. to you about that part. Go listen. I to do it. have to go to work later, so I'm gonna listen to it on my way to work. Oh, I think you can listen to it the whole way. Like, it's short. That's the other thing I love about her episodes are that they're like, boom, boom, like done. You know? Yeah, they're like 30, 40 minutes long. The best. Like, I love All it right. so much. Well, oh we definitely recommend Criminal. Um, yes. I mean, it's one of the most popular <laughs> podcasts <laughs> out there, probably. Yeah. Um, you probably listened to I it already. Know. But it's really good. Um, yeah. And just, I don't know, the storytelling is just, it's really compelling. Every episode, even if you're like, this doesn't interest me, they're always very yeah. compelling. Super so compelling. give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Try spirit writing. Um, yeah. Thanks. Let us just, that goes. was great. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, everybody who uh, joined out, joined, <laughs> interacted with our two-year giveaway. Um, a wonderful human oh, one, right. and we will be sending um, their items um, this week. Yes. Uh, look out for more yes. giveaways. We'll probably do another one, I don't know, maybe around like February or March outside of the holiday season, um, just because, yeah. you know we got to buy just presents for, for people but yeah, um that too uh what else please join our patreon patreon.com slash sit for a spell pod you do get i know we talked about it at the top but um mm-hmm. for monthly um support you can just you can get a shout out in one of them you can get a sticker in one of them you can get a t-shirt in another one we just recorded a bonus episode yeah. um our live mm-hmm. interaction will happen um probably towards the middle of the month before thanksgiving um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah 
Yeah. Join We've got other things coming up. Yeah, we there we are going to be launching a website soon that will have our merch on it for purchase like all the time. We're trying to come up where we've already talked about like other merch we could sell. So mm-hmm. that's exciting. But definitely check that out. Check us out on Instagram. Yeah. That's where we live. Mm-hmm. So that'll have all the and information. I don't, know but- if we can, I don't know if we can talk about the details yet, but just um, look out for us in being involved in something fun um yes coming up soon thing around the solstice so um mm-hmm. as we get more details that can be released about that we will tell you so just that's um, true yes look out on instagram mm-hmm. that will be where all that information is coming we can't really talk about it yet but it is very exciting mm-hmm. um yeah. but all the information will be on our instagram so definitely keep an eye on that because we are very very excited about this opportunity yes, coming yes, up yes. and mm-hmm. um Yes. So keep an eye there. And if you don't want to join our Patreon or buy merch or whatever, but you're here and you made it this far, we still appreciate you and love you. And that's fine. You're doing this and we still appreciate that for sure. Yes. So, yes. Share with a friend. um, Rate, review, subscribe. Yeah. And we'll see you guys real soon. See you soon. That's from Mickey Mouse. Oh, my God. I've been watching too much Mickey Mouse. We'll see you later. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) Hello, Sit for a Spell listeners. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? With everything going on in the world right now, James and I have been feeling the stress and have been experiencing extra anxiety. And we know a lot of you have been feeling the same way, which is why BetterHelp, that's better, H-E-L-P, may be right for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. That's right, Jess. And did you know you can start communicating in under 48 hours? Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is actual professional counseling done securely online. There's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you in your area. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if and when you ever need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which is huge in the COVID-19 world. It's awesome. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better, H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people are using BetterHelp that they're hiring new counselors in all 50 states. Yeah, get on that. Mm -hmm. Get on this too. Special offer for sit for a spell listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash sit for a spell. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sit for a Spell. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at sit for a spell pod. 
If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time, blessed be. Blessed be.